welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. Have you noticed the rise of despair, anxiety, depression, general nervousness or discontentment in our modern times? or maybe in yourself, that can stem from the lack of hope. Hope is our virtue of the week this week, and as we look at hope, let's remember that it's one of the, one of the core essential virtues to humanity. It's one of the core virtues of the Christian faith. We see that faith, hope, and love are some of the core virtues. We see the virtues of the fruit of the Spirit, that are spoken of in Galatians. We know that courage is a core virtue and righteousness along with many of these, but hope is one of those core virtues and it gives birth to endurance and purposefulness, bravery, joy, resourcefulness, fortitude, perseverance. It even gives birth to things like friendliness. Lots of other things spring forth from hope which is rooted in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had a quote on hope. He said, We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. Hope is defined as the want of something to happen or to be true, and usually having a good reason to think that it might happen. Hope is more than just a wish. Hope is the convergence of a lifetime of knowledge and experience that produces a foundation of confidence on which a person can stand. Consider the following statements. I hope I win the lottery. I hope our football team wins the game this weekend. I hope I get a new bike for Christmas. I hope my daughter marries a good man. I hope the Lord returns soon to take us to glory. Which of these statements can be supported by the most confidence and hope the lottery would probably be pretty low on the list. If the football team has prepared, there might be evidence and knowledge to lend toward hope. A hope for a new bike might depend on um, communication, need, love. Um, all those things might lend toward hope or confidence. A hope that your daughter marries a good man, that might also stem from how did you how did you raise your children? Is she currently dating someone good? Does she know how to look for a good man? I hope in the Lord that he'll return. That's hope 
and confidence that we should be grounded in. So let's consider hope and we'll look at its corresponding vices. But let's first look at Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith into His this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope for the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into us, into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been been given to us. Did you notice there in Romans, there are several things that occur before hope that generate and cultivate hope, and not all of them are easy. Not all of them are good. There were suffering and rejoicing and endurance and character. All of those things come before hope, and hope will not put us to shame if our hope is in the righteousness of God and in things that are true and praiseworthy. Can you think of individuals in the Bible, literature, or history who had great hope or who needed a great hope? We referred to the Fox's Book of Martyrs in another podcast, but that's, that's a good place to start with. Those individuals had great hope, hope and confidence in Christ. But there's other small things. I mean, we can look at uh, a, a, a more trivial movie in... Um, Willy Wonka and the Char- uh, Chocolate Factory, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the movie on Willy Wonka, um, the hope of winning the golden ticket, the hope and some of these things just help us to look at the vices. Let's jump over those vices. Hope can be a great virtue in its purest form, but it can quickly lead to the vice of naivety. And when we are too hopeful and have no grounding for our hope and no experience and no knowledge and no wisdom and understanding of this world, we can be naive. And that's, that's a vice. That's a vicious behavior when we are naive. Naivety is too readily believing something or someone without reason or experience. A lot of times, in youth, we can be naive, or if we've never experienced the hardships of life or the viciousness and cruelty of evil individuals. Proverbs fourteen fifteen speaks of that and says, The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thought to his steps. I once heard a uh, popular speaker or psychologist refer to naivety as... Um, a real, uh, a real, a real problem for individuals, and when they do experience evil for the first time, they they go into shock and and shut down. We need to not be naive. If we understand this world properly, 
and our theology informs our understanding, we'll know that evil exists and is out there, even in our own hearts. So let's not be naive. Let's also not be pessimistic. When we have no hope at all, the lack of hope, the deficiency of hope is the vice of pessimism. And that's thinking that bad things are more likely to happen or to emphasize the bad parts of a situation. We need to resist being pessimistic. Job, Job of all people, could be pessimistic. In Job 14, 18 through 19, we read, But the mountain falls and crumbles away, and the rock is removed from its place. The waters wear away the stone. The torrents wash away the soil from the earth. So you destroy the hope of a man. When bad things continue to happen, our hope can be eroded. But let's take our our joy and confidence that God works out all things to the good, for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. As bad things happen, as God allows bad things to occur in this world, He then takes them and uses them for good to shame the evil one, the devil who, who causes that chaos and seeks to destroy and kill, to destroy our hope, to kill our desires, to crush our joy. So let's not end on that note of despair, but rather end with great hope and joy, knowing that God gives us hard things, but He also goes before us and paves the way for us to accomplish good things that he's prepared in advance for us to do. Surround yourself with optimistic, hopeful people who have a deep root and trust in our sovereign God. When are you tempted to be be naive? Is it when you're around people of position to just blindly trust and follow? Is it other times in your life? How about to be pessimistic? When are you most hopeful? Let's read God's word and pray often for humility and love, faith, hope, courage, confidence. I want to be a person of hope in large theological things and seemingly small ways as well. Let's be people who contemplate and cultivate hope and work against naivety and pessimism in our life. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to timdernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.